You're listening to Teacher Features, a podcast where real educators evaluate teachers from film and television and discuss what Hollywood gets right and wrong about education. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Teacher Features. I'm Jake Scott. And I'm Katherine Oberg. This week we are going to look at the teacher Erin Gruel from the movie Freedom Writers and decide what she does well, what she does poorly, and how she can improve. This is Teacher Features. All right, well, let's start with a summary. Catherine, can you read a brief summary of the movie? Yes, I found that this was a hard summary to write because I feel like a, a lot happened in the movie. Yeah, there, there a lot just, There's just a lot of storylines going. Um, so this is a brief summary. So Erin Gruel wanted to become an English teacher at an inner city school with the hope to change students' lives. Um, but as a new teacher, she quickly found out the system was stacked against her and more importantly, stacked against her students. So she went beyond the role of a typical teacher to help her students find success and help them find their own voices. Good. Yeah. 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 The, uh, you're, you're absolutely right, though. A lot happened in this movie. And so it is hard to sum it up. And um, it was more of a movie about school systems it, than one individual teacher, too, I felt. They they did talk a lot yeah. about school systems and how they're flawed. Yeah. Um, but let's get right into the first thing about Erin Gruel. What did she do well? I had one favorite moment in the entire movie, and I hope you can find the clip of it. It happens when a student leaves for a little bit of time. His brother became incarcerated, and he kind of went off the map. The evaluation assignment was to grade yourself on the work you're doing. You gave yourself an F. What's that about? It's what I feel I deserve, so. Oh, really? You know what this is? This is a f you to me and everyone in this class. I don't want excuses. I know what you're up against. We're all of us up against something. So you better make up your mind. Because until you have the balls to look me straight in the eye and tell me this is all you deserve, I am not letting you fail. Even if that means coming to your house every night until you finish the work. I see who you are. Do you understand me? I can see you, and you are not failing. I want a new evaluation. An F. What are you, tripping? At first I thought that she was mad at him, but in this whole conversation, at some point she said the line like, I, I see you. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is what all good teachers do is they make students feel seen and valued. Right. And I feel like that's what she did above anything else in that entire movie. And, I, and that kid ended up coming back in. And he was, I remember he teared up in it. Yeah. But it was like, it was just this very impactful moment. And I think that's what all kids want. They want to be seen. And, and she explicitly said that. She did a, an amazing job of recognizing what was good about each student mm-hmm. and like figuring out who they were. And like, it was very clear that by the end, well, she kept referring to her class as a family. We are a family. So she did, um, she did a phenomenal job of creating a community where Mm -hmm. everybody did feel like an important part of the class. And they started to make connections with each other where they valued one another, even though at the beginning of the movie, they were depicted as like being in this heated gang race war or something. Um, but she was doing like I recognize some responsive classroom mm-hmm. games in her classroom yep. that she was doing like the um, 
the thing where she put the tape line yeah. down on the floor and then had kids step That's to the line. That's also, like, I just went to the Beyond Diversity training, like, courageous conversations that yeah. that and that that's a similar sense like she that was the other thing I like that she did is that like she didn't ignore race in her classroom she no, acknowledged she race and, and that it was impacting every life in that room mm-hmm. and that and that was their life and I thought that was really positive yeah um I, I think she also demonstrated high expectations for every student in that room she held them to a very high standard and expected them to meet it. And then I think it kind of goes with what you said about the kid who was missing for a yeah. time. As soon as he came back, uh, she even made him redo an assignment because she yeah. said, this is not acceptable. And you're going to redo But it, it didn't come across as like a punishment. No, it wasn't a punishment. See, it was just like, this is what I expect from yep. you because you're capable and of even, it. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it's not even what I expect. is what you should expect from yourself. Yeah, that's, that's a better way she to phrase it. it. Yeah. 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 And she kept going to fight for those kids because yeah. the department head who was... Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Oh, I don't know. Yes. Okay. But Fun fact. I'll take your word for it. Um, but she was terrible. She yeah, was like, terrible. I think that if, so this movie is based on a true story. Aaron Grubel is a real person. The Freedom Writers is a real thing. This is supposedly, book, yeah, yeah they, they did do the things that are depicted in this movie supposedly. Um, but if I was the person who in real life who was portrayed in the movie that way, I would, I would feel really bad. I've run into people who have bad attitudes about it and who kind of are bitter about the flaws in the system and do get frustrated with yeah. students who, you know, come from low socioeconomic status or different racial or groups. Yep, yeah. or different racial groups or just childhood yeah. traumas. And because there was a lot of blaming the students in that where they were really... Especially that male teacher. He the, was the, the worst. The male teacher was bad. But the two of them together were just yeah. awful. But they also, like this movie paints with pretty broad strokes yeah. whenever they're talking they're like, they just put it out there and re- yeah. <laughs> like they make them sound so evil and they just speak but the flaws I, of the system. But I like, feel like they all think, a lot of negative things that you hear teachers say were all embodied in like one or two people. But yet things that I've, they have said, I've heard. I've heard them almost, too. Yeah. I've heard actual teachers say those things. Yeah, I, I have too. And so it just came across as a little heavy handed yeah. where it's like they were a little one dimensional, but they were representing a viewpoint that definitely exists, exists. in schools. Yep. I don't know how to make them interested in reading with these. You can't make someone want an education. The best you can do is try to get them to obey, to learn discipline. That would be a tremendous accomplishment for them. I really think that the stories like the diary of Anne Frank and that they'd be so great for them. And she doesn't seem to understand that they could relate to these stories considering all that they've faced. Oh, of course. It's a universal story. I mean, Anne Frank, Rodney King, they're almost interchangeable. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? Yeah. Oh, God, listen to what you're saying. How dare you compare them to Anne Frank? They don't hide. They drive around the open with automatic weapons. I'm the one living in fear I can't walk out my door at night. And you blame these kids? This was an A-list school before they came here. And look what they turned it into. I mean, does it make sense that, that kids who want an education should suffer because their high school gets turned into a reform school? Because kids who don't want to be here and shouldn't be here are forced to be here by the geniuses running the school district. Integration's a lie. But we, you know, we teachers, we can't say that or we lose our jobs for being racist. So please stop your cheerleading, Aaron. You're ridiculous. You don't know the first thing about these kids. And you're not qualified to make judgments about the teachers who have to survive this place. 
and outside of schools. Um, the so I think I think going off of that, she went to bat for those kids all the time. Like she went into the book room and argued uh. with them to get the books that were just sitting there. Um, and then she got two extra jobs to go earn enough money to take them on a trip and buy them a bunch of books and things. Yeah. So that was that was her giving her students an experience that they were not going to get yeah. otherwise. So I think it had a positive impact on them. So no one could accuse her of not working hard yes. or not going above and beyond. So she definitely taught, uh, she was definitely passionate about being a teacher and passionate about helping those kids. Other positives that you thought? Well, you kind of hit on it with the relationship piece. That was my biggest one. But I also just liked her approach. The only time she really got the kids to turn around was when she gave them the journals and had them share their own stories. What do you mean turn around? Well, in the beginning, like, she didn't have the class. They didn't care. You know, she couldn't figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. And then she bought all those notebooks Mm -hmm. and she invited their experience into the room. Right. That approach, I think, was really positive. She gave them a voice. Yes. When a lot of times kids like that do not really have a voice yep. where it's valued and someone is listening. And when she opens that filing ca- or opens yeah, that lock cabinet and every journal is sitting there, it, that's a pretty it's powerful like scene. It's like these kids yep. want to be heard. You want heard. to be seen, you want seen you want to be they heard. Want to be seen and heard. That's all you want. And valued. That's what all people want. Right. And so she just invited it and kept inviting it. I think she also did a nice job of adapting lessons to be appealing to her kids. Like at the beginning of the year, you could see that the desks were all in rows mm-hmm. facing the teacher and the desk at the front of the room. So it was a super teacher-centric yeah. setup that she had over, that she came into. But as the movie went on, she had the desks facing each other, so there was more interaction. Mm-hmm. She had the hip-hop lessons, so the kids got to study rhyme with something they liked. And then she also had really good buy-in for like the Holocaust lessons and the Anne Frank stuff. And then invited them to do all those authentic experiences, like inviting that woman... Yeah. from the Anne Frank story yeah. to speak at their school, which is just like, that's a crazy experience. Like that was super cool that they were able to do that, that they made that happen. It also makes me wonder in real life, how did this happen? Yeah, I really want to know more about the real story. Like yeah. how much was, artistic license is this movie yeah. taking? How, how well is this being depicted? Because it seemed really easy for them to get that woman to come from Europe. Yeah, they had like they just like sale. wrote, uh, they had a bake sale and then they had the letters. The letters yeah. it made it seem easy and as a teacher it's not easy no. to do those it's, it's even like harder to plan a simple field trip yeah than it was depicted to yeah. bring an international yes. elderly woman to your school yeah. to speak to your kids and to raise all the money to yeah. do it too it, it it made it seem very easy it kind of made you feel like man why don't i why don't i do all these things that's my big complaint with and i don't know if we'll get to this later but it made me feel kind of crappy. It made me feel crappy. I enjoyed the experience of watching this movie. Yes. I found it inspirational. I found it very uplifting. But I also found it, it made me angry sometimes because I I don't believe that this is an accurate depiction of what really happened in real life. Yeah. I don't, I would have to research that yeah. more, but it's just, for one thing, I have students who are living in poverty, who have gang ties, who have parents who are incarcerated, who's Mm-hmm. you know experience violence they do not bond with their teacher that quickly like it seemed very easy for her she had a little mm-hmm. hiccup like those two boys kind of fought a little bit in her class one day and then they sort of you know it took yeah. a little while but they came around pretty easily to starting to trust and respect her 
I did not see the effort that it would take in real life to get those kids to buy in. I think the way this is depicted, it made it look really easy. Like she didn't have to do much. And you never saw her sweat. You yeah. know what I mean? Like working with with traumatized students and students who come from violent backgrounds or, you know, have those issues at home is incredibly draining. But she was always chipper, always yeah. super exuberant always smiling the way she's depicted in this movie it seems like she is superman like kimmy schmidt or something just yeah. always positive yeah. like no, crazily positive so at my school we have a lot of kids who come from traumatic home lives and experience a lot of trauma and we have therapists at school who work with the kids but they also do trainings for the staff one of the guys said if you're an auto mechanic you come home covered in grease if you're a pig farmer you come home covered in shit and if you work with kids who are living in extreme traumatic situations, you will come home traumatized in your own way. And she did not, this movie did not show that. I know. And I think that's unrealistic. And I think that I do not believe that she would not come home exhausted. And like, this was ridiculous. Because I know, like, you know, my first year, I feel like I went in with a very similar mindset, whether that's correct or not, of this idea that, oh, I'm going to change the world by being a teacher. Yeah. That's, that was where I was, and there I know that there are flaws in that thinking, but I was at a charter school in North Minneapolis, 29 kindergartners every day, and it was truly the hardest year of my life because I was not able to separate the emotions that I felt every day and the trauma experiences those kids had every day. I, I, I couldn't leave it yeah. and go home. Like, you know, I got super sick. Like, like, And there was a moment that year where I was like, I don't know if I want to teach anymore. Because I truly could not balance it. And so that is one thing that is just... I think that's missing from this movie. Yeah. Because it's not... No matter... Like, even her students are involved in a shooting at a convenience store where someone is killed and, some, and the other kids in the class are witnesses to yeah. it. And whenever we see that teacher, she's super smiley, super happy. Yeah really energetic enthusiastic three weeks ago i had a student whose father was involved in a in a shooting you know what i mean and that mm-hmm. was i remember i got the like the call and i went to call the principal and, and i was crying like i was shaken you know what yeah, i mean you it, can't you can't separate not it not take it on you can't not let it it will affect you if you yeah so i think this yeah, was an unrealistic was, depiction i think it's or maybe she was like that, and that's maybe why she she's was a super Superman. successful. Maybe she yeah. is like yeah, a super you don't know. person. Maybe she is. I think this would have been a more interesting movie if it showed how the work can affect someone. Because it really, until she got divorced, mm-hmm. it wasn't an effect. But even then, the way they depicted the divorce, it, it made like, it made McDreamy or McSteamy, yeah. whatever he McDreamy. is. McDreamy. It made him seem like the asshole yeah. for leaving her when she was working so hard. I, I don't think that she is without fault. No, so let's get on to that. The negatives. I think the first negative, I'm going to say self-care. I don't think yeah, was, I had that was taken care of. I don't think she took care of herself. She put everything aside for her job. And I think you have to have a balance. And I think if this was a, you know, I, this is a real person. So I don't know how it played out in real life. But I believe that most people in this situation would would experience burnout pretty quickly. Yeah. By the end of this movie, she was working two other jobs. Yeah. And she driving was, them. And, and uh, driving them to places and staying really late at night. So this became her, it was her, life. her life. And that's why her relationship suffered. And the movie made it seem like McDreamy was the jerk. But if you think her. about him, his wife has just disappeared. And she's yeah. gone. And because there was a line when he said, like, if you were to choose between them and me, you would choose them. 
Yeah. And it's true. So yeah, I think she totally neglected self-care. And I think the movie did not depict the consequences of that, of, that, yeah. of those choices. Because I feel like I've lived the consequences of those choices. You know what I mean? I feel like I did that my first year. You know, I, I ended up at Mayo. I was so sick. Oh, really? Yeah, I got I like an autoimmune thing my first year. It got really bad. Wow. You know, and it's like that's what happens when you, when it's everything. It Yeah, and so I think this yep. movie ignores that. Yep. And so it, it, I would be curious to read the book that this woman wrote. I don't See, know if she... I, I don't, she didn't write the book. Oh, I think it's, it's just, just the, the journals. Okay, I would be curious journal. to find out... What it was actually what like. What her experience yep. was like. Because I think she's depicted as this superwoman who can do it all without having it impact her, yep. her own well-being. Yeah. Because I think in real life this, I mean, I work at a school that is very tough and the teachers go home exhausted yeah. and run down and very affected by the kids and their experiences yeah. and what they bring to school. But I think the thing that's probably very similar between all of this is like the elements that are, of it are the teacher, but elements of it are the system. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah this movie does, they Which definitely address that. They clearly, that. yeah. They so I remember my first year, I remember feeling like what... It, what do you even do when the the deck is stacked against you? you right. know I mean, you put 29 kids in one room with severe emotional and traumatic needs, then you... And who don't have the services that they really need. need. Like, exactly. What do you yeah. expect? You know, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. But then I also look back and I think those kids had a positive year. I also think it's hard with that balancing because I even know like this year I have a student who just has very different needs than probably what I was used to growing up with. And she... Like, we have this email system, and she wants to email me, and she wants, she needed, like, I needed to help get her to the concerts after school, and, like, there is an element where you do, for some kids, I feel like you do have to give up pieces of your balance for them. Like, I feel mm-hmm. that with her this year. Yeah, it, it it's a tough it's a, it's job, hard. because it is, yeah, it is a tough job, because you are really getting involved with, with some Lies. kid's life. Yeah. And you see them, most of their waking hours are spent yep. with their teacher. And they're bringing everything from home into the classroom. And you bring things from the classroom home. And that's yep. just the way it works. In my opinion, her big failing was the was the self-care. And yeah. I think it was an unrealistic portrayal of, that, of that work-life balance. Um, my other, my minor quibble is that, you know what, try a seating chart. Yeah. Try a seating chart. if. With the moment when she moved everybody around, she was like, you, 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 go here, here, yeah. here. And I disagree with that, too, because I understand what she was trying. Like, I understand that she was trying to break the, like, balance of that classroom. But at the same time, I feel like that it, like, at that point, she wasn't successful. No. And I feel like that was a slap in those kids' face. Because that, that change took into no account who those kids are and what those kids needed. Right. She and hadn't done any relationship building. She had or community done nothing. Or that was yeah. like me controlling you. I'm yeah. going to control you. I'm going to tell you where to sit and how to be. Yeah. And I think the other thing I wrote down as a negative is that she, in the beginning, engaged in a lot of power struggles yeah. with students. And like the way they played out in the movie, she came out mostly on top. But I've been in situations where, where I've seen don't. people do that. And like she stood in front of the class and was reprimanding a kid yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah. There is no reason that kid, in real life, that kid would have flipped her off and walked out of the yeah. room. Yeah. It doesn't go It does not I've go I've accidentally like that. done that multiple, I think my first year, oh my goodness. Sometimes like you couldn't have, it was like this trap and you just like fell into it and then mm-hmm. you were there. And it doesn't end that way. It ends with things getting ripped off the wall and. Or like a kid having a complete meltdown, meltdown or skipping or room. leaving or just yeah, leaving class. Exactly. A, yeah. a flight response. Um, 
but she usually came out ahead on it she or did. at least or at least without much fallout reprimand yeah um, or repercussions yeah like they fell into line pretty quickly i mean even the fight was pretty tame i thought like when those two boys fought in class yeah. i thought that was even a pretty tame fight and they just had that guy who was always in the hallway come yeah. in and just break it up it's as too- a negative too though i just i think she just made a lot of mistakes <clears throat> i think a lot of first year teachers make when they're and, and that's, that's what i said yep. like and i know that you said you liked the the rapping I like the idea of it. Yeah. It was done in such a way. It was done stupidly see, where was, she's like, she didn't even know the guy's exactly, name. So it was really it inauthentic. So I, that was one thing I didn't like. Cause I feel like that was her attempt at being like culturally relevant. But in reality, it was the fact that it, it, it was, it was it stereo. It struck was a, a false note. To me, it came across as her stereotyping the children in her classroom. Well, but they all raised their hand and said they liked it. But they Tupac. didn't like it though. Remember afterwards, you're like, who are you to tell us about this? No. And that's what, so I think it's a good idea in, you know, it's a good idea to bring in things that they will care about and say like, okay, we're learning about internal rhyme. You guys already know internal rhyme because you listen to this song. Yes. So like making those connections to things they are interested in. She just did it in a phony way that was like. It I'm just gonna try like, to be like you. That's what it seems. What are like all you cool kids exactly. listening to these That's days? That's what I said. It Tupac was this shacker. It was like this. It was this. It like, was phony. It was this hip relevant thing. And it was it's inauthentic. Like, yes, exactly. And I think her inauthenticity and shown she, through a few times because she, she said, knew that. Yeah, she owned it. And, and then she did the journals. So to me, like that, those were all steps until she figured out, like, yeah. I'm not going to do anything until I figure out who these kids are. Who was the other thing that I had a problem? I don't know if I had a problem with the movie. I think there was an. Like we are doing all this work on racial equity and looking at school systems and how school systems are built for white students and white teachers in some ways. Yeah. And there's an element of the movie that just bothered me a little bit where I love that she gave them all voices and like you heard their story. Like I think that was completely right. But in the movie, it depicted her, I felt like as this hero or in this place of power. Uh-huh. Like changing, changing these lives, like saving these lives. Oh, this is totally a white savior narrative where it's like this white, this white lady who knows it all. And she comes in and saves, saves these these uh, minority kids. Yeah. Yeah, There was an element. It's problematic. I think the danger is like a movie like this can give someone who doesn't know what's going on in the system the wrong idea. Like where they would say like, oh, I want to do that. We just, or... The problem is we need teachers who no. just need to let them write and then bring in exactly. bring in Holocaust survivors. Exactly. No. So it's like there was this element of it's like how she was represented is like kind of how I think I saw myself at the beginning. Not that I felt like I had to save everybody, but that I I wanted to make a difference. The kids kind of push back on that in the movie when mm-hmm. they say when during that Tupac lesson where they say, "Who are you to tell us exactly. who we are?" Where it's like where a white teacher from a privileged background comes in to lift up all these impoverished people you know and so i just think that narrative is it's dangerous yeah and there's a lot of problems with it yeah i think that's a dangerous narrative it would be interesting and that's not to say like we're both white yes and so and i teach in a school that is 
not white at all. Yeah. Right? I think we have like three white yeah. students. And something. I'm like And you're a very 50. diverse yeah. population. But there's a way to do it where you recognize your own whiteness yeah. and give voice to those kids, but you're not saving them. You're not saying, and you're, you're, and you have to acknowledge the fact, like the way she taught was like, in a sense, she taught her culture, you know, like it, you naturally bring that to what you do. Like yeah. I, I bring that to how, how I teach every day and you have to be mindful of that. So I just think there's just an element of the movie. Like I love the movie. Like I watched it and like, I cried, I felt inspired, yeah. but then I just think we have to be so mindful of, it's not a white teacher going to save a bunch of kids. Right. That's the answer is not to get a bunch of yes white people to go save the day because yes. that's not that's how not it works. Realistic. That's not yeah. how it works. That was my only thing, and that really wasn't her teaching. That that's was my just that's more of, of like a systemic yes problem, and I think this movie does like occasionally address those systemic problems with education, yeah. where they kind of talked about some problems with funding and materials, yeah. expectations, segregated classrooms. Yeah. Some track. Asking the the oh, one girl God. that switched. What's the black perspective? What's the black perspective? Yeah, but that I, was but, terrible. But the thing is, I don't. Like I said, there are people. Who there do are that. people. There are that, teachers yes. that do that. Yep, there are teachers who do that. And I think in the movie, it it seems so blatant. Like you're like, who would ever say that? But, but there, I think those characters are just representing a viewpoint. So it seems really ham fisted when yeah. they say it like that. And I feel like things like that are. So there's no nuance or subtlety to it no. in the movie, but it happens. And I, and I don't know if it always come Like, I don't feel like that teacher was trying to be malicious. To me, that's like a lack of understanding and education on the teacher's part. So this is kind of an aside, but did you think it was ridiculous how her classroom looked compared to the junior-senior honors classroom? Yeah. Like, when you, it didn't even look like the same building. Yeah. And there was a giant banner yeah. above the blackboard that said, like distinguished honor students or some ridiculous thing and the walls were painted a different color and the ceiling looked higher it was very strange all right so let's talk about our rating how do we rate miss g in this movie is she ineffective developing proficient or accomplished what do you think i would call her accomplished i agree i think she's accomplished i think that in the movie this is the best teacher like you couldn't the, the get the depiction. Yes. You couldn't get a better like she is. She's like the Mother Teresa flawless. of teaching. She yeah. is flawless. Like you never see her sweat. She does everything perfect. perfect yeah. I mean, after her initial missteps yeah. in the beginning, but like by second semester, she has got it figured out, yeah. and she's perfect. Yeah. So I think that while this is probably unrealistic, I don't buy it. I think she is exceptional. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't. The movie does not depict many flaws in this teacher's practice but what i could say is though i would want if i had a child that would want them to have her as a teacher i would not want my child to be in that system well that's the system i know that's what you mean public schools but not necessarily like all the kids in that honors class in the movie were white right they were segregated inside the classroom so So they had this integration program but the classes were segregated exactly so So i would not that system is yes I think I would, I hope my child has teachers like that. Not as, I know that she will not have teachers who are this ridiculously flawless and go too far above and beyond to the point where it's like, hey, you need to have your own personal life, yeah. Miss G. But, yeah. Because I think, did you notice though that after that class, she didn't continue teaching? I think I read about that. I think she did one and left. Yeah. I think she took those kids. 
um, and then was done. Like, I think I could do that for four years of my life. Something that this movie does that I was thinking about about halfway through is that, so she's a high school English teacher. Mm -hmm. How many sections does she teach? I was wondering that too. Because we only know that one One class. class. And they never really acknowledge anyone else. other classes. I mean, when she opens that cabinet, it looks like there's more notebooks oh, I didn't than think there that. are students that we've met. But I didn't think of a that. high school teacher has multiple sections that they're teaching, and we only got to know one. So did she build relationships that strong with every section? Yeah. Or what? Because like no, a real high school teacher has 120 students yeah. every day, not just 20. 20. In her class. I saw a picture of it though. Like they had this. Well, I think at the end of the movie, don't they? Yeah, show that, that picture. They and they picture. look like they were sixty There's a plus lot more kids. kids. Yeah, we should. So, and out I know more about for her. the movie, there is like they're simplifying it because they have to fit this story in two hours. Yeah. But I think movies like this give people who are not in the system an unrealistic idea of what it is like to be a teacher and what. Yeah. The problems are in education and what the solutions are in education. Yeah. Because I don't think the solutions are as, as simple as they're depicted in this movie. I think we can conclude this by saying yes. that this this movie was inspiring. It was uplifting and inspirational. But the depiction is kind of simplified and maybe unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But there's good things to draw from it. listening to teacher features please subscribe to the podcast and write a review on itunes it helps our listeners discover the show also like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at podcast plc to share your opinions about the teachers we discuss on the show we love to hear what you think thanks bye we weren't funny at all that's not a funny topic this isn't really a funny movie I know.